What's going on everybody, it's your boy Javon, aka the Alaskan Assassin, and I'm back with another episode of Hype by Night. What's going on everybody? Usually I say long time no see, but it's only been like two weeks, which... For these podcasts, that's not long time at all. That's actually short time. That's actually recent time. So what's going on? Welcome back. It's episode 13. Got a lot to talk about. A lot to a lot to graze the surface on without getting too deep because I don't know what the fuck's going on. I don't know anything. I'm like the fucking government when it comes to this coronavirus. I don't know anything. So First off, let me say this episode is sponsored by Johnny's Pizza, so let me give them their, their five-second intro. Hey, 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 it's your boy Johnny from Johnny's Pizza, you know, over there on 5th and Broadway. Bring your wife, bring your life, get a slice. Thank you, Johnny, for sponsoring this episode. I appreciate it. Um, so, yeah, a lot to get to. Uh, usually, there's some new music to get to. Um, not really anything that's come out that, that I feel the need to talk about. Um, nothing, nothing that's really, that's really game changing. Nothing that I feel like you should hear in order to better your existence. I don't think any of that actually has happened this week, which is unfortunate. Um, you know, kind of, kind of is what it is. It's, it's, it's been a weird couple weeks and, uh, I don't know. It's just, it's, things are getting out of hand. Things are getting out of control. Um, what I do think is kind of funny is, I mean, it's not funny, but it's funny the way that people who didn't want to support the Black Lives Matter movement are on social media pushing very strong for this pedophilia movement, this uh, all children matter movement, you know, and I just, I see the shift, like I can see the pendulum, you know, and it's just funny to see the way that it shifted and the people willing to support one thing and not another. I'm not saying you should you shouldn't support, you know, all children matter and saving people from being, you know, touched as a child. I just that shit has been going on the same way police brutality has been going on and people are acting like they're surprised to find out that that's what's happening. But that's what's happening, folks, you know. Sorry to burst your bubble and sorry to spring this on you when you have so much else going on, but that's been happening for years. You know, it's just part of the game. I don't know. But what I do know is most of the shit that we've been told and taught in our life is a fucking lie. Um, The other day I had this moment of like clarity. It was really weird. And I was just talking willy nilly, um, talking to a family member. And I was making a Native American joke. I have Native American blood in me. Um, you know, people say that, I don't know if that's an excuse to be able to make a joke and to not offend people or whatever that's supposed to mean, but that's what I'm using it here as, is an excuse to make a joke about a Native American and to say it's okay because I have it in me. It's like people saying I have a black friend, so I can say what I want about black people. You know, that, that old thing. Um, but I was making a runs with coyote type of joke and then I stopped like in the middle of what I was saying and I was like, where did that even come from? Like, it was hard for me to grasp the concept that Native Americans spoke English, right? And if they don't speak English, then where do we get the jokes about those names? Like, runs with wolves and coyotes. Like, we learn those from white people who 
were making fun of basically the enemy. You know, they're making fun of the person that they took land from. And, uh, you know, thinking on all the history, it's like we just learn stuff about other people through people who took shit from those people. And it's it's crazy. It's like you're never going to hear like a super positive, great thing. They don't, you know, they don't necessarily say anything bad, but they don't say the things that they did for this country to make it a better place. And that is, in, you know, black people aren't included in that. You know, we don't learn about the stuff that black people invented. That doesn't get taught in school. Because why? Because we live in white America. And that's just how it goes. Um, but these are things that, like, I never even thought about. Like, I never thought about the fact that all the information we've gotten about Native Americans have come from white people who, like, how do they know? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, even, even let's say there's books and stuff out there. It's not like there's Native Americans teaching the Native American stuff. It's it's white people teaching it. And, you know, I was watching a um, I was watching this Netflix stand up that you guys should check. I think her name's Sam J. I don't I don't even know. I'd have to look it up. Um, but she's like uh, she's like a lesbian, dykey uh, black chick. And she's a stand up comedian. Um, first time I've ever seen her. And it's a special on there. If you use Netflix often, you've probably seen the little, you know, advertisement trailer type of thing. Um, check it out if you get a chance. It's a different perspective. I think she's pretty funny as well, and it's a different perspective. But um, she made a joke in there, one of the many jokes, but she made a joke about how she went to a museum. And it's funny to her because most of the time the people she knows, um, when they steal shit, they have to hide it and put it in different places. You know, maybe put it over at their cousin, one piece over at their cousin's house, some money over at their mom's house, you know, just different shit like that. And she was being funny. Um and she said, you know, for, for those white people, they could just take all the shit they stole and put it in one building. And they weren't even worried about it. They're like, just hire, put some cameras up, hire some security. It is what it is. But all that stuff, all that shit is just stolen shit. You know, it's not theirs. They didn't buy it off someone. No, they took it from different people and different, you know, different groups and have it on display to you so you can learn from it. And it's like, you're not even learning from the actual source. You're learning from the people who took it from the source. And it's just, it's crazy to me. It's, it's. I don't know. Just thinking about things like that just it, it makes you think and it makes you wonder you know why why do you accept what you're told? Why do you just go along with the flow and you don't really question anything? Like we've never questioned anything ever and we just go with it. And this kind of leads me into talking about Ellen DeGeneres, which I plan on talking about it later in the podcast, but I think when it goes to like when, we, when I talk about us just going with the flow, this is also something that it's not even a going with the flow thing. It's just more of like we're told one thing and we kind of just believe it regardless. And that's kind of how I feel about this Ellen thing. Um, it's kind of how I feel about cancel culture as a whole. And I'm going to get back to the cancel culture portion. But for now, I just want to talk about the Ellen situation. And uh, I want everybody listening to know that I don't have any information outside of the information given and I barely even have the information given. I didn't look into this too much. Um, I think, I think it's a very weird and very touchy situation. Um, I think that it is possible that she made a, a, we could say toxic work environment, right? Um, maybe has a certain way she works that not everybody agrees with. Um, but I also don't get the point of 
like I feel like there's other things you could do. Like I feel like people working in the Ellen world don't have to work in the Ellen world. They choose to. I think those are choices that you make. Um, if I started working for Ellen and she was doing things or making me do things, um, you know, nothing sexual or nothing like, you know what I mean? None of that. I'm saying that she makes me take off my shoes every time I enter her office. Um, I'm not going to go tell somebody that she does that. And if I did, it's a joking, like this, this bitch over here, maybe take off my shoe. You know, something's joking, you know? Um, but nothing to the point where I feel like I need to go speak to somebody about it. Like get off another fucking job. Like, uh, you know, I work in the industry. A majority of these people are freelance. And even if they're not freelance, it's like, go, go somewhere else. If you're there, you're there because of money. If you're snitching, you're snitching because you lost money. Either you got fired, you know, whatever the situation is, the people sound hurt. The people sound like people who are trying to take Ellen down. And it seems like, I don't know. It's just a bunch of like accusations without real proof. Even if I heard five times that Ellen cussed a production assistant out, I don't think she should lose her job because she cussed a production assistant out. Like, I just, I don't know. And I think that this also is off the back of people trying to say that she's involved in the Wayfair situation, all this pedophilia. Personally, I don't know anything about that. So I can't tell you who's involved and who isn't. Um, I think all of us will be surprised when information does come out of certain people in Hollywood that, you know, we just wouldn't expect, you know, and I would never expect Ellen. Um, but I don't know. I mean, these conspiracies are kind of getting out of hand. I think everybody's home for this quarantine and they're just going with it. They're just anything you want to throw out there. You can make up any conspiracy in the world. And I feel like you'll get a group of people to kind of go with it in these times in a way that you wouldn't have before. Like before it's just an internet thing. Now it's like a thing thing because we have social media and all this stuff spreads throughout, you know? I hate to hear it though, you know? And I hope that she didn't touch any children. I hope she didn't hurt any children. I hope she's not involved in hurting children. Like that's those are my hopes. Those are my wishes. So what I'm saying here is I don't think so and I hope she didn't. And if she did, the truth will come out and she'll have to deal with what she has to deal with when that time comes. Um... But I, I just find it funny how, like, the internet's just so, like, on board and with the cancel culture. And I feel like, you know, because we're not involved, it doesn't affect us or whatever. We support all that shit and we make it, we blow it all up and we make it viral. And we do all these things that, like, affect people's real lives. And, I mean, I get that they're celebrities and they're rich and maybe you don't feel like they're, it matters because they got money and the people around them have money. And that's fucked up, man. That's, that's hater mentality shit. That's, that's. I don't know, man, that's just, that's just not the way that I was raised, you know, and I doubt that's the way most of you guys were raised, but this whole fucking social media, Instagram, internet shit changes people, man, it makes people way different than what they were before all this happened, or what they would have been if this didn't happen, you know, I don't know, it's, it's, it's upsetting to see sometimes, like, if people are really doing some shit, then great, but to just, be at home and be a regular person, like, to just be a regular person, you work at fucking Starbucks as a barista, and you just go on the internet and type some shit, and now you're affecting someone's career, their life, their marriage, their children, their family, like, you gotta realize that it's just a lot bigger than what people, what you think it is, like, you go on there to make your little jokes, and this is what happens, man, like, I don't know, I just, it's a tough time to live in, it's a tough time to, like, have respect for people, man. I mean, it goes along with what I was, I think I've said it before on another podcast. We're living in this weird period where it's like, 
people are just open with religion. People are open with um, with politics. People are open with sexuality, which is fine, be that way. But then they also don't want any criticism from people they tell that to. You know, I just think that like it's a weird balance. You're trying to walk this line. Everybody's trying to watch what they watch what they say, so they don't offend this group over here or this group over here. And it's like at the end of the day, you are all people. And if you want my opinion, most of you suck. Like ninety five percent of you motherfuckers suck. And I think the five percent that don't suck are probably listening to this podcast right now. You know what I mean? Like, you guys are probably the only ones that don't suck, including myself, of course. The Alaskan Assassin. Like, you know what it is. But I just I just feel like there's a lot of sucky people doing sucky things. And there's other people who maybe aren't as sucky, but they're being sucky during these quarantine times. Like, people who are just bored trying to ruin people's careers from home. Like, it's people who have preconceived notions of celebrities that they've never met before because of some type of eye movement they made in an interview or just some dumb shit and I'm just I'm kind of tired of it like I'm kind of tired of basic regular motherfuckers having a say in the world that we live in like it's already enough that you see I don't believe in the vote and the vote counting so I don't believe in my vote counts so I've never been upset that everybody in America after the age of 18 has the right to vote like that doesn't bother me because I don't think that shit matters but I think this social media shit is starting to matter. It's starting to affect change. And, you know, there's good and bad that come with that. But, you know, there's a lot of, I don't know. Like, there's a lot of things. And I don't want to get into it because it's way deeper. And it's it's just, it's a lot more than that. But I just feel like there's ways to go about these things. And I think there's a lot of sheep and there's a lot of sheep that like you throw up a hashtag on, on the social medias and those sheep just fucking flock to it. You know, like that's just how it goes. And so you're seeing a lot of these flocking, you know, sheep and you're also seeing a lot of haters and that's what we're getting nowadays, you know? And Ellen is one that, you know, is up right now for debate and we'll see what happens. But you know, how, how fucked up would it be if she didn't do anything? Or if she did, but it was something like, what are we talking about? She she wants you to chew gum because she doesn't want your breath to stink when you come into her office. Like, there's just things that I've heard. I've heard some other things, but nothing nothing that you can prove. Nothing yet that I've seen that's proven. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe information has come out that I, I, I've missed. I, I don't know. But I just feel like we're in this time where people just love to complain. They love to bitch and moan. And then they get people to support them. And they can change a whole person's life now based on social media. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it goes along like to something like this. Now, I don't, I don't know. I don't like to like creep around, but I'm looking at this girl, and she posts a video on TikTok, and she posts a video, and she's got like four or five black dudes around her, like you know, and. They're all dancing to some song, right? You go down to the comments of this video on Instagram, and there's all these things about, oh, this girl must have been with all these black dudes. You know, I'm not going to go into, like, the words used. Everybody knows what I'm saying, right? And then I go to her page. You go to her page. You know, she's, she's definitely taking, like, bikini pictures. But I can't judge her unless I can judge everybody. You get what I'm saying? Like, everybody's out here taking p- bikini pictures. The funniest is when the girls take the picture, basically, of their butt. Um, their whole back is to, you know, the mirror or the camera. And then they turn their head. 
And it's like, you get like maybe, you know, 60% of their face and you get 100% of their ass. And those always make me laugh. She has those pictures. Of course she does. They all do, right? But then you go to the comments and it's like all these people saying that she's for the streets. That's the new thing is that she's, that, that's what being a hoe is, is for the streets. And there's all these comments saying she's for the streets, all this different stuff based on a video she posted on TikTok. You know what I mean? And it's like, what that could do, what that might do to that girl is so crazy and people don't even realize it. Like she could commit suicide based on these comments and you guys sit at home fucking eating your flaming hot Cheetos, laughing and watching videos and scrolling it. And it, it's some bullshit, man. Like, I just don't think that we realize yet the weapon that it can sometimes be a tool, but when it's used in the wrong hands and in a negative, you know, situation, it's a fucking weapon, man. And this, this internet shit is, it's getting out of hand, it's becoming a weapon, and it's starting to affect a lot of people, it's always affected people's lives, you know what I mean, but it's starting to really affect their lives, like, it really is, man, people feel, people feel way more empowered when they're behind a keyboard, or behind a microphone, or just anywhere on the internet where you don't have to come in contact with a person, you know, um, I've grown up playing Xbox on Xbox Live, you know, and anybody who's ever played Xbox on Xbox Live, I guarantee if you put a headset on and you talk to people, you've heard people say the N-word, white people, um, in a derogatory manner. You know, not in an uplifting, my brother type of manner. No, they say, you know what I'm saying. And, it, you know, I hate to have to beat around the bush, but I'm not, you know, I'm not going to take it there right now. I'm not in that mood. I'm just saying that when you put things on the Internet and you get, you get that safety net, man, these fucking people will take advantage of that safety net. And that is their true colors, believe it or not. Believe it or not. I've never I've never got on the internet and wanted to say anything racist because I'm not a racist person. Like, I've never even thought to make a comment that would is like that. I've never got mad at someone who was a different race than me and thought about their race during my anger. Like, I just, I don't think that way. So, I, I, I'm not that type of person. But I see it. I see it. I hear it. It's, it's the world we fucking live in, man. I'm so tired of people acting like they're confused and that they're surprised. Like, you all knew, man. You just don't care if it doesn't affect you. Once it affects you, then you got something to say. If it doesn't affect you, oh, I just didn't know. It's crazy, man. Um, but onto this internet um, cancel culture type of thing. Um, this dude, Dan Bolzerian. Now, if people don't know, he's like... Now he's famous for hanging out with females all the time he's the dude that like you'll see him he's always got those little tiny shorts on he usually doesn't have a shirt on he's got like a six to eight pack um and he's shooting off fucking rocket launchers and machine guns while he's around all these like beautiful women in bikinis which you know on the internet looks good in theory but i don't know if it really is um and people are trying to call him out now and people are trying to expose him because I guess back in the day he said that he made all this money off of poker and that's why he can live this life. And now it's coming out that he's basically funneling money through his company. That's his company, but okay. He's funneling money through this company and he's using this money to basically pay for his lifestyle. Um, and, I, you know, once again, I don't have all the details about this and I don't want all the details. I really don't care. But from the perspective I have and from what I've seen so far, it just seems like haters trying to take down someone because they're jealous. And I think that Dan Bolzerian has definitely said some things 
that if you're the jealous type of person or if you care about what a person, you know, someone you don't know, if you care about what they say about you who they don't even know you, they're not even directing it to you personally, they're directing it to a camera that's going to get uploaded on social media. But if that affects you in your life, then, you know, what, what can I say? But it doesn't affect me. And so I find it weird when people are trying to take down somebody based on the lifestyle they live. You know, like you see this dude with 20 girls and you're that upset that you want to ruin his 20 girl experience. Like that doesn't even sound fun to me, but it sounds fun. But it obviously pisses you off to where you want to do this. So I've seen some YouTube videos and some, you know, bigger name YouTube people and they're trying to expose Dan there. And I'm sure, you know, if you're aware of him and you pay any attention to that world at all, you'll probably see something in the next couple of days, if not a couple of weeks, um, because, yeah, they're trying to expose him and basically say that he's living off his dad's money. It's not his money. And it's like, dude, what are we talking about? Like, what are we talking about? Like, all these people who don't have a dollar in their pocket talking about another man. It's just fucking... It's it's rough, man. It's rough. What are the kids saying? Cringe? That's how I feel about this shit. Cringe. I think that's how you say it or whatever. Um, yeah, and I just kind of wanted to... I just kind of want to get on that and talk about that for a minute. Because, like I said, I... I don't know. I'm tired of seeing it. I'm tired. I'm tired of seeing it. You know, if you got family money, then that's just that's what you have. What does it matter? Like, I'm sorry, your family doesn't have money. It's about as far as it goes, you know. Um, so that's a good transition out of that to talk about. Well, actually, I was going to go talk about money. Um, but I'll go back to this cancel culture thing. Um, I, yeah, I just feel like that that was my bigger point of both of these Ellen and Dan Bolzerian. Um I'm trying to think of who else. There's many people, man. Like, there's many people. That's my bigger thing is that I don't think... I just don't... I don't know. I don't know. I think that people just got to stop getting involved in all this shit when you're just sitting at home twiddling your fucking thumbs. Like, if you don't do anything, if you don't contribute to society, then don't contribute to the downfall of other people. Like, just stay in your lane and do your thing. And that's... I think that's the biggest thing that social media has done. It's, it's opened up the lanes... For people to step outside of their lane and to get in other people's lane where they don't belong. I mean, that's just bottom line for me. Um, and that's all I'm going to say about that. But like I was saying earlier, speaking of money, where the fuck is the stimulus check? Where is it at? I need to be stimulated. I mean, I don't need it, but I know there's people that need it. And it's very upsetting to see our government act the way that our government's acting. Um pushing for schools to reopen, which I'll come back to in just a moment, um, pushing for everything to reopen with no, with no clear sign in sight. Like, everything's going up. Cases are going up everywhere. There's not one place, and the president still sits on, you know, these interviews and acts as if the numbers are good. Um, and it's crazy. Uh, and I also want to get to that. That's I'm glad I said that because it popped in my head, and I didn't even think I was going to talk about it here. So let me go back to the stimulus. There's no stimulus. There's no plan. The 600 a month on the unemployment, if you were lucky to get that, that is no longer. And I think I said it two podcasts ago, that 600 wasn't shit in the first place. You know what I'm saying? Like 2,000 every two weeks? Like, come on, man. I live in Los Angeles. I said this. It's it's not, that's not nothing. Like, it's nothing. It's nothing. So, I don't know. That's about as much as I can say on that. Um, there's no stimulus. There's no plan. These people don't know what they're doing. Um, now, with the schools opening up, there was a kid who posted a video on social media, and you probably have seen it if you pay attention. Um, and the video is 
well, you know, the first week of school. I couldn't tell you it's the first day or not, but it's like the first week of school. And this kid records his school hallway, and there's a bunch of children running around, no masks, shoulder to shoulder, no no social distancing. And, you know, when I saw it, I'm like, duh. You know what I mean? Like, that's the first thing that comes to my mind, duh. Like, I, this is what I knew was going to happen originally. It's impossible for you to have all these people in one place in social distance. Like, that's never, but whatever. I, I'm not going to waste my energy or my breath. Um, but that kid who posted the video got suspended from school. They suspended him, and then they put out a warning saying anybody who's taking pictures and videos, something like that, will get suspended. I'm going to play the clip right here for you. More fallout this morning over this viral photo of a hallway packed with students, many not wearing masks. The mother of the student who recorded this video inside North Paulding High School during class change says the young whistleblower has been suspended for sharing the images online. Anything that's going on social media that is negative in our life. And then this stern warning from the school's principal over the PA, shared online by one of his students. There will be consequences for those students or anyone who sends out those pictures. So please be careful. Like, is anybody else hearing this shit? Like, are you hearing the same thing I'm hearing? They're, like, they're calling this child a whistleblower. Like, it's crazy. It's crazy. He put up a picture of his school because his mom probably wanted to know what's going on there when you get there. I don't feel safe. He gets there and these motherfuckers shoulder to shoulder like nothing's happened, like nothing's different. The numbers are going up and he's just shoulder to shoulder. Like it's, it's unbelievable, man. It's unbelievable. I don't know. I don't even know what to say about it. It's just the fact that like, you know, you have a president trying to stop us from surviving. Basically, you have you have these schools now, you know what I mean? Like teachers. And it's like, like I said, back to my original thing, we were taught things that are false. We were taught things that are lies. And these teachers are teaching us it. So to think that they're going to do any different, I don't know. I'm not trying to be that way because I think teachers are by and large great people, you know, to put up with what they put up with. Like I was an asshole when I was a kid to put up with me as a kid and to get paid less than I get make right now. And I'm not a teacher and I don't put up with the shit you put up with. Hey, listen, kudos. I, that's all I can say. Kudos. Um, yeah, I think that's all for this podcast. I do want to say I was thinking about something else, and this is completely off track. But why is it when people get like super rich, like super, super rich, they always you stop seeing like the Bugattis and the you stop seeing the new technology and you start seeing old shit. They start buying old shit. That's when you know you really made it. That's when you know you really are rich and like maybe maybe not even rich, maybe wealthy. When you start buying old shit, when you start buying shit that people previously owned because it's one of one, like, that's when I'm going to know I made it. You know what I'm saying? When you see me driving a 1967 fucking Corvette, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, he must have made it because it's like that shit is old. You know what I'm saying? Even if it doesn't have physical, you know, wheel to ground miles that are like, you know, it's, it's still old. It has miles in existence. You know what I mean? Like, that car's gotten more car washes than I've probably taken showers. You know what I'm saying? Nah, that's false, actually. That's not, that makes me sound crazy. What a way. What a way to end the podcast. Um, but yeah, I just... That's when that's when I know I, I'm, I've made it. You know what I mean? That's when I know. When I'm buying, like, grand pianos that fucking... 
you know, someone played in the 50s, you know what I'm saying, and it's just in my house, I don't even play grand piano, never had an interest, nothing, but it's just in my house, because why not, that's when, that's when you made it, man, I've been, I've been really paying attention to that, there's a bunch of people out here buying Louis Vuitton and Gucci that came out in 2020, 2019, 2018, you need that, you need that 92, that 93 Louis Vuitton, then come speak to me, you know what I mean, that vintage, that's when, that's when I know you're getting that real money, the rest of it is just stunting, the rest of it is just, it here today, gone tomorrow type shit. You feel me? But um, thank you for joining me again. Another episode. Um, it will be very interesting to see what happens with Ellen DeGeneres. That is that is that's that's the biggest thing happening right now. I believe. I believe. I mean, there's a lot of shit happening right now. Don't get me wrong. Um, there's a lot of pedophilia accusations. Um. Do yourself a favor if you are interested in that pedophilia shit. Look up uh, the Nickelodeon. What is the guy's name? He's a fucking writer. But there's a scandal, right? And I was showing my girl this. And you can just watch one video. Uh, I forget what it's called. It's the longest one. Nickelodeon. Um, you'll know when you see it. But they literally show how like the writer had like a foot fetish. And he has all these little kids doing weird foot shit. And like, when you see it, you're going to be uncomfortable because... You've watched a lot of shows like Boy Meets World. Um, it happened on Drake and Josh, so I can't even bring up Drake and Josh. But a lot of these shows you've seen, uh, that's so Raven, and you don't even ever see their feet. Like you don't sometimes don't even see what shoes they're wearing, let alone their bare feet. But you go watch these shows that this dude wrote for Nickelodeon for years. There are so much bare feet, children's feet on this show. I've never seen it before. It's so crazy. Um, and then there's other people accusing him of always wanting to like see his feet. And when you go in for auditions, you got to go in barefoot. It's fucking crazy, fucking creepy. I've known about that video for a long time. I've known about the industry for a long time. I've never personally seen it. And if I did, I'm going to be a whistleblower. I'm just going to tell you how it is and what it is. I told my girl, I warned her, I said, if I make it in this industry, writing these movies and I see some shit, I will probably snitch. I just, I just find it hard to believe that I wouldn't snitch. I would be so uncomfortable. Like, fame and money and all that shit is not worth it to me. It's not. It's not. It's not. <laughs> like, I don't know how else to say it. It's not worth it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you kids should not be getting hurt. Kids shouldn't even be involved. Like, the kids just shouldn't be. It's, it's fucked. It's all fucked. Um, yeah, that's just the way it is. I don't know. And I'm sorry to be like kind of dark because this podcast has been kind of dark, but that's what's happening in the world that we live in. There's a lot of dark shit happening. So if I'm the person that brought it to light for you so you could become aware and I'm not trying to be woke and make other people woke. Um, I'm just talking about what's happening and I'm talking about how I feel about it and it's all fucked and it's been fucked for a long time and eventually we're going to open our eyes. There's a lot of people that have been in charge for a long time that racism is okay with, pedophilia is okay with, sexism it's okay with, like, misogyny, it's okay with these people who are in charge. And until people open their eyes or at least start getting involved, like, it's never going to change. So, I don't know. I mean, I'm optimistic. I always try to be, but I haven't seen too much positive, you know, reinforcement over the years when it comes to this type of shit, so... All I can say is stay strong, especially during these times. Um, try to keep your kids and your family and your loved ones close and safe. And with that, I'm going to head out. Thank you for tuning in. It's my boy Michi, Wix Blue. Stutter Baby. 
More music coming soon. When they send it, I'll put it up. You feel me? Peace. Uh. Right. Right, right, right. Boom, boom, boom. Uh. Yeah. Looking out the window, all I see is the stars. And a bunch of hating niggas I see from afar. Hop out the whip, the doors lifted up a jaw. Who you know is fly as me, except for the stars. Young nigga really moving beans, 300 a jaw. Like beans on Rockefeller, where we cooking the hard. I could end up in jail, getting booked for these bars. Young nigga really got pain, I can show you the scars. Uh, can a young nigga get some money? I'll be damned if you take it from me. I'm on the money train, I can hear it coming. Counting up 2050s and some hundreds. Laying back, getting blunted. We want it all, nigga, you know how we coming. Uh, can a young nigga get some money? I'll be damned if you take it from me. I'm on the money train, I can hear it coming. Counting up 2050s and some hundreds. Laying back, getting blunted. We want it all, nigga, you know how we coming. Uh, bumping some old Fujis. While I'm rolling up more doobies Sitting back counting old loose leaves Hot boxing with the old two-piece 90s dope boy with the old coochie Watch your bitch and keep throwing coochie And I'ma catch it all Pin her down, wonder how she handled bowling balls Watch your bitch, I'ma expose her flaws Then hit the block to go serve the raw you already know the bar. Uh, can a young nigga get some money? I'll be damned if you take it from me. I'm on the money train, I can't hear it coming. Counting up 2050s and some hundreds. Laying back, getting blunted. We want it all, nigga. You know how we coming. Uh, can a young nigga get some money? I'll be damned if you take it from me. I'm on the money train, I can't hear it coming. Counting up 2050s and some hundreds. Laying back, getting blunted. We want it all, nigga. You know how we coming. Uh,